You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another installment, EP, whatever you want to call it, of Locked On Texans Podcast, of course, on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I am John, some sports guy across from me today. Cody Davis. John, this is so sad. Just turn this off. We're just watching. Right now, (laughs) as we are in the studio doing the show, we're watching the uh, OKC Dallas and Cody Fields for Chris Paul. Chris Paul. It's just sad, you know? And I he would say let's get back to that uh, rocket Houston. jersey. But uh he did play for the Rockets last year. We are two the years. Texans, two years. If so it wasn't for that hamstring, we could have had a ring. I don't think so. We could have so. maybe. But it's the um, Rockets. They'll screw things up. The way I hope the Texans don't screw things up after that performance that they gave us on Sunday. And this is locked over, uh locked on crossover Wednesday, and I'm glad you brought that up because we will be Speaking with Locked On Chiefs, of course, we play them this upcoming week. And I can't wait to go to Arrowhead. And You know, I really think after this performance, I could be buying fool's gold, but I really think the Houston Texans have a chance to go in there and do the same thing that, that their division rival did, Indianapolis, and beat the Colts. I believe they do have a chance, and I strongly believe that the chance all depends on the health of Patrick Mahomes. I because you saw how bad he was limping. I honestly do not know. I honestly know he's not going to be one hundred percent. You know, come Sunday, but it all it's all going to depends on Patrick Mahomes. You already know they without Tyreek Hill. Exactly, and can't wait to get to locked over a crossover. Uh, rather crossover Wednesdays with the Kansas City Chiefs, and you know, um, honestly, I think this would be a matchup that we the NBA. Not sorry. We're watching the NBA that the NFL needs with the the MVP Patrick Mahomes and a a quarterback like Deshaun Watson in the same draft class as Patrick Mahomes. The possibility of him winning MVP this can be super electric uh, and something that'll give us a satisfying view. Speaking of satisfaction, definitely want to let you guys know about Blue Chew. Of course, we talk about this all the time. I love Blue Chew, and you should too. Why? Because guys. It helps. It really helps. Confidence in bed, everything you need. Blue Chew is where you need to be. Plain and simple. That is B-L-U-E, Chew, like what you can do with the first FDA chewable pill with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So they work. I wouldn't be telling you this if I hadn't tried it myself. I did it. I had an amazing night. Right now, get your first shipment free. All you have to do is pay the $5 shipping when you use promo code MLB. Again, that is promo code MLB, bluechew.com. You definitely want to check it out. Locked on Crossover Wednesdays with the Locked On Chiefs. Can't wait to discuss what we have uh, in store here in Houston and what they have in store down in Kansas City. And here we are for our Crossover Edition. I'm Chris Clark from Locked On Chiefs and Chiefs Digest, and I have Cody Davis with me along with John of the the hosts of Locked On Texans. Welcome, guys. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? How you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. How you feel, man? You know, your your Kansas City Chiefs lost a really tough game. I know you guys not used to losing, so you okay? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, rough game, rough 
couple of weeks, honestly, uh, a lot of injuries starting to pile up. Hopefully they're starting to get healthy, but we'll see how that goes uh, a little later this week. Yeah, most about definitely, you? man. Oh, he doing fine out here in we Houston. We just dropped 53 points. <laughs> you know, we just dropped 53 points like it wasn't nothing. I mean, you guys know how it feels to drop 53 points. You know, in my eyes, I'm, I believe you guys are turning into the Golden State Warriors of the NFL. But, you know, hey, it feel good to, you know, blow out a team like this. Yeah, I can imagine it did. And let's get down into your team real quick. I have a couple of questions uh, for you. Deshaun Watson's growth, Cody. Uh, what does he look like this year compared to last year? How how has he improved? Uh, and, and does he still have things he's needing to work on? Well, of course he still has things to work on. I mean, you're talking about a guy who almost every single game we're talking about him always being the reasons for his sacks. Um, there was a game against the Carolina Panthers where he was sacked. How many times was he sacked? Between six, Between seven six or seven times. And when you look back at the play, it was his fault on at least four of them because he still has a problem of holding on to the ball so freaking long. And that is frustrating. And it, and it, and it's also the cause for him taking unnecessary hits. And uh, we, you know, you're talking about a guy who actually has a little bit of a um, injury history. So, um, you know, that's the one knock I still have against Deshaun Watson, but overall, I mean, this guy has really, the, the, this is the best we've ever seen Deshaun Watson. You know, you take a you take out that bogus of a game against the Carolina Panthers that that happened last week. Overall, like you could you could just see the growth in Deshaun Watson's game. I mean, he's playing a little bit smarter, you know, he can take off, you know, he's always ranked top three in Texans rushing yards. Um, I mean, you, I mean, you have, you saw the performance he put on Sunday against the Falcons. Um, you take a look at a couple weeks ago, how he led us in that comeback victory against the Los Angeles Chargers. You take a look at what he did against the New Orleans Saints. Um, you know, if it wasn't for our secondary, you know, that would have been another comeback victory for Deshaun Watson. I mean, once again, this is a guy who has really shown a good amount of growth these last couple of weeks into the 2019 season yeah and i will say this i really loved uh the questions that were asked of him and how he really dove into uh the different schemes and the different uh defenses that he's faced uh it really gives fans an insight into the different things in the game that they don't really see uh, i think he's done fantastic on that and he's very articulate in that sense now john i have to ask another question what has Carlos Hyde brought to this team? Because he was in Kansas City all this preseason and he got traded right before the season started. Yeah, Carlos Hyde just brought insurance that panned out. <clears throat> when I say that, you know, going into the season, we had these expectations for Lamar Miller, but he got hurt. Made the last-minute trade to get Carlos Hyde for Martinez Rankin, I believe, which was a guy we were going to cut anyways. What he's been able to do, especially when the offensive line has been able to make a push for him, is just hit those holes, create creases. Uh, if we need him to run the ball down after down after down, Carlos Hyde is a big guy who can get that done. And just a, a person who's been around the league, you know, he's was in Kansas City. He's been around since he's been in the league. Um, and somebody who just knows how to get it done and just needed that opportunity, especially after those couple injury seasons that he had to go through. And are you seeing him having a big impact on the Texans? I know he's still getting involved in the offense, still learning it. Are you thinking that he's going to have a bigger impact throughout the rest of the season? 
Most definitely, because when I look at what Carlos Hyde can do, uh, he is a guy that can, is it second and short? We can give the ball to Carlos Hyde. Is it second and long? We can, we, second and eight, we can give the ball to Carlos Hyde. And, you know, as long as our offensive line does what they need to do. And, and in a lot of cases, we've seen where our offensive line this year hasn't did what they had to do. Well, Carlos Hyde is a guy that can give you something which will take the edge off of Deshaun Watson. That's what we wanted from Lamar Miller. So if we found a guy to do the exact same thing uh, that we wanted our original guy to do, then I think you win. And on top of that, we got him for a guy we were going to release. So we won that. And just seeing him back healthy, excited to play for a team that wants him. And that's not a shot to Kansas City, but you know, the Houston Texans not only wanted but needed him. He got his shot and opportunity. Now he's shining right now. He's assisting with this team uh, with the rushing yards that we're, we're able to put up per game outside of the Panther game where we just stunk it up on every level. You know, we've been a, a team to rush for 120 per game, and Carlos Hyde is a major part of that. Now, if we flip it over to the other side of the ball, you start looking at this Chiefs offense going against this uh, Houston Texans defense and and looking at the secondary uh, at this point we don't know if Tyree Kill is going to be available more than likely I'm guessing Sammy Watkins isn't going to be available when you look at the Texans secondary are they going to be a zone heavy scheme or have they been a zone heavy scheme and do you think that they have the personnel that can match up with Kansas City and go man for man because that seems to how be how they've been slowing down Patrick Mahomes at this point yeah I think what New England was able to do last year was give you guys the blueprint and we would be a fool. Romeo Cornell, who is a defensive genius, he would be a fool to not at least test that out. Now we do have Jonathan Joseph, who's old in age, but he's been he's been he, his age hasn't been stopping him the last couple of weeks. He's been playing good. Um, I am expecting a big game out of Roby and our rookie Lonnie Johnson Jr., who's had some some ups and downs. He's been playing well, but I think man will be the way to go. Um, and the thing about the Kansas City Chiefs is if you win the time of possession, the, the likelihood of you beating them increases to a high level, to a high percentage, rather. So I would like to see man and along with some blitzes to get after the quarterback. Um, and not to say that Patrick Mahomes can't throw on a run or make amazing plays, but the more he's uncomfortable, the more you have a chance to get some turnovers and, and, and get the rest of the offense shooken up. Well, and Cody, I have to ask the question. I'd be remiss without asking about J.J. Watt. How has he looked so far this year? And honestly, I also have to ask, with Jadavion Clowney leaving, how's your defensive line looking, stopping the run and getting after the passer? Well, as always, J.J. Watt is playing like J.J. Watt, you know, the future Hall of Famer that he is. Um, I know you mentioned about Jadavion Clowney. Honestly, our defensive line has looked hella good when you take a look at what Whitney Merciless has been able to do so far this season. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you are familiar with our show, but me and John has a, has, has a running theme called Contract Year, where, you know, every single player in their contract year is going to play their ass off, and that's exactly what Whitney Merciless is doing. So. With J.J. Watt, with Merciless, with with D.J. Reader, the, the the defensive line still looks hella good. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to flip it over, and they're going. Cody and John are going to ask me a couple of questions about the Chiefs going into this game. All 
All right, Cody, what's your first question about this game? Because I'm sure there's a whole bunch of things going on about Kansas City right now <laughs> after this loss. I just want to know, what is the health going on with you know, your honestly, quarterback, Patrick Mahomes? I don't know how healthy he's going to be. You get into this game, I he may be uh, – he's going to play, I think. I, I don't think there's any chance that he misses this game. But the real question is, is he going to be able to move and do the things that he does that makes him so special – uh, you saw his touchdown pass, I'm guessing, on Sunday night. And I don't know that there's many QBs in the NFL that can make a pass like that and throw the ball across his body 40 yards down the field. Uh, but he's not able when he's not able to run around and uh, create plays. And, and one of the things you said about Deshaun Watson earlier, I think, really resonates with Mahomes as well. Mahomes will hold on to the ball and will take hits. And he hasn't been sacked near as much until this indie game. But he has taken a lot of hits because he's holding on the ball so long. Uh, and I think that uh, with his injury, he's going to be having to try to get the, rid of the ball a lot quicker this time. Yeah, I, and I want to ask a question, mainly looking at the Chiefs, the offense, and slowing them down. We saw the Indianapolis Colts do a, well, a really well job of slowing that team down. Not even slowing that team down, stopping them. Only scored 13 points. Uh, going into this week against the Houston Texans, do you expect Andy Reid's game plan to change? Maybe look at uh, taking some of the pressure off of Patrick Mahomes, who right now is hobbling with an ankle issue, uh, giving some more burn to his his running backs, getting them more touches, feeding them more. How is the offense and the dynamic of the offense going to change going into Sunday's matchup? Well, I think it has to change. I think Andy Reid has to look at who he has healthy, and I think you have to realize – you're down to your bottom four wide receivers. No Tyree Kill, more than likely, no Sammy Watkins. That really hurts what you want to be able to do uh, against any team. And, and, you know, you still have Travis Kelsey, and he's a phenomenal player, but he can't do everything by himself. Uh, and more than likely, I would imagine that the Texans are going to be double teaming him, uh, trying to make other, other players make uh, them beat them. Uh, at that point, I think you have to shift to the running game a little bit but really, you still have question marks on the offensive line. You have a left guard who is more than likely out this week, and I would imagine next week, since it's going to be a short week uh, for Kansas City going into Denver. And then you also have a starting left tackle and Eric Fisher who's out this week. So, you know, you have backups that are playing in, on the line. And at this point, you know, you would love to be able to shift to more of a running attack. The real qu thing that I think that Reed needs to figure out and and get a big focus on this week is. I think they need to figure out a whole bunch of route combinations that those wide receivers that they do have can run that are going to be quick routes that will beat man coverage and beat them quickly. Because if they are going to see constant man to man, which is what Indianapolis did against them, that's going to be something you have to be able to beat and you have to have that game plan going in. I know you mentioned the run game. What are your thoughts about LaShawn McCoy so far this season? I think he, I think he can be a dynamic playmaker for the Chiefs. Uh, you know, you watch the different plays that he's had. He's scored several touchdowns. I think he's running well. I think he still has a burst for them. And I was, I will be the first to admit, I was not very excited about them going out and getting him. Uh, and then Damian Williams got hurt, and and you saw McCoy play a lot more, and that really helped. Uh, he does have a big fumble uh, last week that really hurt them, but. You know, you watch what he's able to do with the ball in his hands, and he still has a good wiggle, and he still has acceleration to the outside and acceleration into his cuts and out of his cuts. And I think that really helps Kansas City uh, when you're looking from an offensive standpoint. 
you look at what Damian Williams brings, and McCoy brings a little bit of the same, uh, but he's more of a veteran leader, and he has a lot more experience than Damian Williams does. Uh, but those guys give you a one-two punch that I think can be really good if Williams and McCoy can stay healthy throughout the rest of the season. And just want to stick on to that run game since we're in that area. Now, right now, you guys are only averaging a little under 80, uh, 89 rushing yards per game uh, while allowing almost double that. Now, you're going to come into Houston. Well, Houston is going into Arrowhead Stadium, which, let's be honest, that stadium alone gives the Kansas City Chiefs an extra 3 to 10 points per game just off how crazy it can get. But, <clears throat> excuse me. Giving up almost double the amount in a way, uh, and you're going to go against a Houston team that is stellar at running the ball right now. Almost, what do we, I think we're at 120 per game when we mm-hmm. look at what the the combination of High Johnson and Watson has been able to do. Do you think that this is the area of this team that will not only hinder you against the Houston Texans, but the rest of the season? that if teams figure out to keep you off the field by running the ball well, then there's no shot to have Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and the rest of those dynamic weapons on that field. I think that the running game is going to be something that is going to be frustrating for a lot of Chiefs fans this entire season. Uh, I think that the big thing that you have to really be careful about is the only way the Lions and the Colts both showed that if you can run the ball against Kansas City, you have a chance to be in the game. Um, The difference between those two games is Kansas City was actually able to get their offense going. They were successful on multiple different drives. Kansas City had nine drives uh, against the Colts and put up 13 points. I don't know of any time where a team that only puts up 13 points is going to be successful. So to me, it wasn't a matter of them keeping the Kansas City offense off the field because They've only been averaging 10 drives a game. So they only got one last drive. So to me, that's really not substantial. But I think the real key there is when are they going to get some of these guys back from injury? Tyree Kill completely changes the defenses that you can run against Kansas City. If you want to run man coverage against Tyree Kill, good luck on that. Uh, I think you're going to get burnt on it at least a couple plays a game. And if you don't get burnt on it by him, he will change. He will make them change the coverage enough to where it will open up things for other other players. Right. You know, normally what we like to do before we end it, and once again, guys, locked on Texans crossover with locked on Chiefs and vice versa. What we like to do to end it is always ask for a prediction. A prediction. Uh, do you have a prediction for this upcoming game? You know, if you would have asked me this a week ago, I would have told you that Kansas City wins uh, a high shootout. I still think Kansas City finds a way to win this game, and I still think that it could be a shootout, but I'm a lot less confident about it right now with the injuries that they have. Um, If they can find a way to get Tyree Kill back, which by the time that you guys are hearing this, we may know that he's practicing and and that he may play this week. Uh, If they can get Tyree Kill back, I think that completely changes the game plan for him. Uh, I'm still going Kansas City... I'd say 34, Houston 31. Yeah, that's a, you know what? I like that. I'm actually going to pick the same scores. I'm going to flip the outcome. 34, 31, Houston. I don't think our defense has been playing well, and we played really good against the Atlanta Falcons up until the fourth quarter. We held them to 17 points. Uh, then Matt Ryan just kind of, you know, turned it on. But when he turned it on, we was able to see what our offense can really do when, you know, maybe the back is against the wall or pressure is in your face. With that being said, 
Look what we was able to do in the fourth quarter with scoring. I think because of the Kansas City Chiefs, and especially if who I believe as of right now is still the favorite to win MVP back-to-back, Patrick Mahomes is on the field with Travis Kelsey, and if Tyreek Hill plays, whether he's 70%, 80 it doesn't matter. They have a chance to put up points. Uh, however, I definitely think that we will run the ball down your throat, and uh, of course, in regards to the Kansas City Chiefs, to keep that offense off the field. Uh, and I go with 34-31 Houston Texans. Cody, what do you see as your prediction? Honestly, right now, I believe I'm a pass on this one. Um, at the end of the day, it all comes down to is Patrick Mahomes going to be healthy? Because um, when he's on the field, that is just another, a whole new dynamic that, you know, most of us haven't seen before. Um, so so I'm, I'm a pass on this one, guys. I, I need to think more about this. What I will say is I'm excited to see, excited and interested to see that and the, the the quarterback class of 2017 and the fact that both of those guys were drafted after um, Chabrisky up in Chicago. One has already won MVP. The other one, any given week, he looks like he's going to win MVP. I think this matchup alone is going to be electrifying. This matchup could be Brady and Manning. That's how fire i think this matchup could be we call him brady (laughs) (laughs) it definitely could be a great matchup well thank you guys really appreciate it uh enjoyed the crossover episode and we will be back with you tomorrow and you can catch cody and john on locked on texans as well thanks thank you that was the crossover wednesday locked on chiefs Uh, over here on Locked On Texans and, of course, Locked On Texans uh, over there on the Locked On Chiefs. I definitely think it'll be a high-scoring game, Cody. Uh, I don't think that it was absurd and not lazy or anything on my part to pick a reverse (laughs) 34-31 just happening in the Houston Texans way. I think that's very foreseeable. Hey, you know what? By the way, I was almost close to my 35-17 prediction going into the fourth quarter. Uh, in Sunday's game against the Atlanta Falcons, we were at, was it 33-17? Yeah, before the Texans decided to make my damn living hell with all those damn highlights. Well, you blame the Falcons, really. Man, right. Boo turned up for me in fantasy, by the way. I actually had a great fantasy Sunday. I don't know about you, but. I got to be bad. You did? That's what happened when you still have Drew Brees in your starting lineup. You should change that, you Don't know? want to. It's against my religion. I went through this in fantasy basketball. The year Kobe Bryant told his, broke his kneecap and only played six games, he was still my starting oh shooting my guard. Gosh. And I picked up Tracy McGrady, who didn't even play not one minute in the game. It's against my religion. You may not just play fantasy anymore. That <laughs> it's called fantasy. It's called fantasy for you. Fantasy, not fantasy who you would but like you know to what's funny? Playing. You know what's funny? I still had Drew Brees starting last week, and I actually won last week. You must have had a monster game. Don't ask roster. me who's on my roster. Uh, the locked on Texans. We are. Uh, we had our, of course, our fantasy league going on right now. And Thomas, shout out to Thomas, man. Uh, he is just so. He's awesome. He tweets me all the time. What kind of competition do we have in this league? I think he beat your ass one day. That's probably this past week. Because I know I was getting this. my ass handed to me. Thomas I looked just, at my fat. I was like, whoo. Thomas just whooped somebody. Like they stole something. Shout yeah, out to that Thomas was me. Will. 
That was me. That probably was. Um, shout out to Locked On Chiefs. Thank you guys again for coming on the show and vice versa for having us. Um, of course, we're going to have more in-depth analysis as the week goes on leading up until Friday. This was Crossover Wednesday. It was fun, as always. But what I want to ask you about, and speaking of fantasy, fantasy is a place where you bet. You bet money. Uh, whether big, you bet big, or you go home, it doesn't matter. It all matters who you bet with. Now, there's plenty of fantasy betting apps out there for you to play with, bet with, of course. But with mybookie.ag, you play, you win, you get paid. Whether it's a game-winning touchdown when you and your friends are having a close game and bam! Michael Thomas just scores for you and push you over the top. Or it doesn't matter, whatever it is, close kicks, close calls, you just want to get your money, my bookie is the only place you need to be. I wouldn't be telling you guys this if I didn't do it myself. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try parlay. If your picks all come through, you multiply your winnings, and no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, my bookie will double your deposit. Use promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. Again, that is L O C K E D O N. Locked on. That is the promo code you want to use. Visit mybookie.ag today. Again, you play, you win, you get paid. Locked on Texas Podcast. Crossover Wednesday. Thank you guys for lending your ear. I am John, some sports guy. Hickman. You can follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two Y's at the end. Don't ask why, because I don't know. Across from me, my partner in crime. Cody Davis, John, this is just so sad. This is Cody Davis, and he's sad. I don't know why he's so because sad watching look the man at Chris play. Paul. Who never brought the Houston Rockets, our, just, our brother, It's, it's not supposed to be. That's exactly what's supposed to be. He went back home. Okay, That's not his home. Yeah, New Orleans is OKC for a while. But that's, that means New Orleans. Okay, the Hornets was in OKC. They had OKC on their jersey. It's familiar territory for him. No, it's not. Hopefully Sunday is familiar territory for the Houston Texans and... For the Kansas City Chiefs, a loss for them, a win for us, an MVP-capable matchup. I think it'll be Manning and Brady. The possibility that they have it can be crazy, so I can't wait for that. Word to the word from the wise, you know, I always do it. Cody has one today. Never be sad for change, because this is just so sad. Like, Chris Paul just looks like he just won't cry at the blink of an eye. You know, so that's word, what, what, what you call it? Wise words of the day. Wise words. Yeah, always accept change and always find something bright. Especially when that check clears. Yeah, that too. That's true, right? <laughs> Until next time, guys. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day.